had to meet up with Jordash in virtual reality before our interview to see if he would really be able to give me an in-depth answer to this question. Then, I paid to attend one of his workshops. So by the time we got to this point of recording his interview, I knew that you would love to hear his perspective. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Critically Conscious Coach, where coaches and consultants know the importance of deeply connecting with prospects, showing up in an authentic and joyful way, and inviting those people to become lifelong clients to exceed their sales goals. But most coaches are afraid to market themselves because they've been taught to use cookie cutter marketing tactics and unethical sales approaches. When in reality, your prospect just wants a real emotional connection and amazing results. Therefore, get ready to unlearn and market yourself authentically through asking insightful questions, making better business decisions, practicing self-acceptance, and doing sales the right way. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode on the podcast. And I am super excited to also welcome back Jordash Johnson to talk to us about intentionally building relationships and business. Jordash, thank you for joining me for another episode. Thank you. So excited to be back here. Yeah. So look, I wrote down one question for this. I told you before we hit record, I wrote down one question for this because I feel like it's a very big question. We're going to go in a lot of different directions with it potentially. But here's my question How do we? intent like build real business relationships while also avoiding coming off like MLM huns or bro marketers who are just trying to stuff their funnels with people. So how do we do it? I will give you one short answer. Just hit up as many people in the DMs as possible telling you to sell their stuff. That's all. That's all you got to do. No, I'm just joking. All right. All jokes aside. Yeah, I said not like a bro marketer or MLM hun. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what they have in the curriculum at MLM hun and bro marketer school. I'm telling you, and it's we were talking about this the other day on the workshop. It's like you can start seeing patterns of people because they start using the same scripts. They start sending the same things. And all I'm going to tell you is do not be that person because I will tell you your reputation. It's a smaller world than you think it is. And I promise you there are lists of people keeping tabs on who are sending these messages. And I promise you, it's tough to get off those lists. So don't do that. So let's talk about what to do, okay? So when it comes to building authentic relationships with people and actually treating them as a human, it comes down to a couple things, right? And a couple things, and, and Ruthie, please stop me as we get going, because if you already know, once I get going, I can I can go for a while. So um, <laughs> with that, the first thing I always want to talk about is that you have to have the right mindset, right? And, and when I mean mindset, you want to be able to have this thought of, I am actually going to go into this relationship. I'm going to actually approach this person more from a, what can I do for you? More from a servant. And I had a mentor early on tell me, you know, a, a servant is a master in disguise, right? Meaning when you can actually serve people, you can actually help people. They're, they're going to actually be more fond to be able to work with you. And they're going to be able to more fond to either follow you, listen to you, whatever, whatever your goal is. But I will be honest with you. Like, you do want to have sometime, and when we're talking about power partners, you're gonna be like, hey, there may be an opportunity for us to work together, but like that may be a thought, but that is not my objective. That is not what I'm trying to go accomplish with that, right? So when I talk about my mindset, I want to think about it from a standpoint of what can I do for them? How can I approach them to a way that says, hey, I can go solve a problem in their life or a need that they have. Or there's going to be something that we can connect on, basically something that we have an interest on. And that requires work. 
That requires you to actually start doing some homework on this person, start seeing what they're about, seeing what they're right. interested in, seeing what their where their focus or energy is. Because wherever their focus or energy is, that's what they're probably interested in, right? So being able to have those minds, that mindset is going to be crucial to be able to get going with this. Now, the other thing I will talk about from a mindset standpoint is you always want to try to keep I'm not going to say imbalance the relationship when you start forming it, but it wants to be a little bit out of balance, but not too much. And let me give you some examples of that. Because if you're just going to give, 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 that's not a bad thing. But there's been a lot of studies that show that, and this was a a book called Give or Take by Adam Grant. If you haven't read it, go read it. Mm -hmm. But there was a study that says, hey, and they're thinking more from a corporate standpoint, but like if you're you're this giver, the giver is from a success and their definition of success standpoint it's either at the top or it's at the bottom. Yeah. Everybody like the, the, the taker and all this stuff, they're in the middle. So you, it's like, what separates a giver that's going to be successful and a giver that's going to get basically trampled on or the doormat that is going to get walked over because all you're going to do is look out for other people. And the key is you need to be able to give enough where it makes sense to give that other person the opportunity to give back to you. Right. And so that's what we talk about. We call it the, the 5149 rule. Right. I always want to give just a little bit more than what somebody's giving back to me, but I don't want to give, I just want to continue to give, give, give and not give them the opportunity because I'm denying them the satisfaction, the joy or the power that can give me back. Right. In some form or fashion. So keeping that in mind, you want to be able to do that, but you have to, you can't withdraw from an empty account. We talked about this yesterday or the other day. It's about relationship currency. Right. You have to be able to deposit enough goodness in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Before you can make a withdrawal, meaning an ask or ask for a favor or doing something in return for you, but you want to go into that relationship without expecting anything. And that's going to be the big thing is you want to be able to have these conversations with people to be able to have it where if something happens, great. If not, I just built an awesome connection with somebody or I just had an amazing conversation with somebody that may or may not lead to something in the future, right? Going back to quotes, one of my favorite quotes from Steve Jobs is, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. So you have to have faith that the dots you're connecting today will lead to something in the future. And I probably paraphrase that a little bit, but that's the, the premise of this is do things today without expecting anything, expecting knowing what that's going to transpire to, which is having conversations with people, building relationships with people. If something happens, great. I will promise you when you look back at some of the success that you're having, almost nine out of 10 times, you're going to be able to translate that back to some conversation you have with somebody or some introduction somebody gave you or some opportunity someone happened and it happened from a relationship. So that's where it's- Have you read- Go ahead. Have you, sorry, no, no. have you read The Celestine Prophecy? I have not, but should I add it to my list? Okay. So it's by James Redfield. Okay. And it's a bit woo if you want the nonfiction version of it, because what he did was, is he wrote a fiction book, but the fiction book takes you on a journey through each of the pillars that he talks about. And he's built like his whole business and platform around it. He's a speaker and everything. The Celestine Vision is the nonfiction version um, where you can just get the different parts of the uh, story, like of his his platform and his philosophy. But one of the things he talks about is synchronicities. It's like Rule number two is synchronicities. Rule number one might be like the everything's connected, but rule number two is synchronicities. And one of the things that he talks about is how every single person, every single interaction is an opportunity for something. So even us right now, right? Like us meeting led to this moment, right? Even us talking right now, we're both giving and receiving on like an energetic level. 
here. So our conversation, it might be later as I'm falling to sleep or even three days from now as I'm falling asleep or I'm driving back from dropping my daughter off from daycare, that I'll remember something that you said or I'll remember something I said because of what you said that will be important to me. And and the same could be for you. And he talks about how every single interaction, there's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to open a door or a window or a wormhole or whatever it is that's going to open. So I think I think you would like it quite a bit. I, I, I'm just was adding it to my my book list as you were talking because that sounds right up my alley. Yeah. And I'll, you've got me on some mood books. Don't get it twisted, Ruthie. I got some mood books in my bookshelf because of you. So, but no, that's awesome, and that's that's exactly right. And that's we always I talk about it from the standpoint of like you just got to trust the process, right? You got to trust the reciprocity effect that it's going to happen. Maybe it comes back to you in some form or fashion you don't expect or in the time frame that we don't anticipate. But if you put enough of these little seeds out there, you're having enough conversations with people. That's where it comes down to it. But just to, just to kind of, kind of wrap up, like the mindset kind of thing is, you know, it it, it boils down to treat people how you want to be treated, right? If I can boil it down as simplistically as possible, but it's talking about being generous with people, right? Having empathy for people, being kind and consistently showing up or consistently checking in on people. That is how you build a human connection. But like, you got to have your mind right to say, I'm going to do this with this person. I'm going to consciously do this without expecting anything in return. So like, because if not, it's going to show through. I don't care how good you can be or how slick you can be. Like if you, if you, if you go into this conversation or relationship or you reach out to somebody expecting something, it's going to come through because we've all experienced that and you can see it from a mile away. So getting your mind right is like the first thing you want to do before you even start thinking about approaching somebody that you want to potentially maybe see an opportunity to work with, or you're like, Hey, this'd be awesome just to have a conversation with this person, right? That's going to be the first thing. Now, yeah. the second thing, this is where, this is where it becomes fun in my opinion, but it's like, we call it, the, it's a curiosity factor, right? Because the thing is, well, let's take a step back. I have a one year and 10 day old son right now, right? And so like, I had to look, I was like, hold on, how many, it's one plus years. But like, as a child- You know, you're going to reach a point where you're like, oh, <laughs> like you? wait, where? Uh, Are you eight? <laughs> no, you're 10? Really? God. I'm just, glad, I'm just glad I got one kid. So I'm like, I don't have to forget. I don't remember all these names right now. So I'm like, I don't- You are still going to forget. <laughs> you could have one more kid and be like, what, what is your name? What? You know, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Right. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> right, right. So that's so it, it comes like I see the curiosity, everything he's doing now, because everything is new to him. Mm-hmm. Everything's pointing and just looking around, right? And then there's a study that goes into like the difference between types of curiosity and things like that. But like to boil it down, we lose a portion of that as we continue to grow, as we continue to get belief systems instilled in us, as we've grown up, experience we've had, right? We start Yeah. Our brain's always looking for a fast way to like stop making as many decisions, right? So we're trying to look for patterns where it's like, mm-hmm. how do I, if I see something, I already know what's going to happen. We start putting these judgments on it, right? And so yeah, that's what happens with our, our curiosity goes down because we've, the longer we've been on this earth, the more experience we had, we have all these predisposed judgments on things and people where it's like, well, I already know that or I do that. So like we lose that factor. So if we can be intentional with bringing the curiosity factor back. That's what's going to allow us to build a deeper relationship and connection with people, right? Because when we show curiosity with people and when you ask more questions, we find out something interesting about another person. Mm -hmm. People disclose more about them. They share more stuff about them, right? And then eventually they're going to want to return the favor and start asking me questions. And then that becomes a spiral of give and take, which creates the intimacy when it comes into building a relationship, right? So having a curiosity factor, and we can talk about like what that means and keys here in a few minutes if you want, but like, 
that is the approach that I always take with anybody that I meet. Everybody I meet, like you were saying a few minutes ago, is an opportunity to learn something new or an opportunity to open up some perspective or some frame I've never thought about from a new culture, new people, whatever it is. Like that's where it's like, if you can just have that mindset and have that frame when you meet somebody without judging them for how they look or maybe even their belief system or their political beliefs or whatever it may be, just listen and start asking better questions. You're going to build a connection with that person. And it, and you, you realize I haven't ever said anything about, I'm going to ask somebody for a collaboration or I haven't, I'm going to ask somebody for a partnership yet. We're not even at that stage yet. It's about being able to be curious with them and giving a mind right of how can I serve them? And eventually an opportunity will come up where they may be able to work, do something together. And that's the power of looking at somebody and building a human connection versus looking at somebody as a transaction, which a lot of people do in today's business world. Absolutely. There was something I even wanted to rewind back to a little bit because in my new methodology, if you will, one of the things that we're focusing on is something I'm calling contextual awareness. And so you were talking about the mindset, like how you got to approach with curiosity and look at people as people, right? But the thing about this transactional approach to trying to do relationship building, and y'all can't see this, but I just did air quotes around relationship building, is that our context for when we're trying to build these relationships is incredibly important. Now, it's not impossible to overcome your context because people absolutely can. And by context, I'm referring to, you know, your internal beliefs and and your philosophies, your religion and spirituality potentially, but also your circumstances. So what are your circumstances under which you are reaching out to people? So if you're in a position where your business is not financially healthy, your context is one that lends itself to survival types of thinking, which then encourages this transactional approach as in I'm reaching out to this person because I need clients because I need to pay bills. Yep. Like this is why I'm doing it versus, okay, yes, we've had a bit of a lean month, but I'm reaching out to this person because I read their article. It was very interesting. I'd love to talk to them more because they actually seem like a really interesting person. And I'm just going to leave it open and to develop at that. Like, I just, I just want to reach out to this person and say, thank you for putting out that content. And that is why I'm reaching out to them. But if you're not aware of the influence that your context can have on you, you may think like, oh no, I'm just, I'm, I am doing it right, but it's there, right? Like you have to increase that self-awareness to understand. So contextual awareness is something that we are going to be exploring a lot more because I feel like People don't understand the connection between how they're showing up and the circumstances in which they may find themselves to include they quit their job thinking it was going to be easy to do this or whatever. And so they're feeling strapped. And as a result, they feel the pressure and it changes the way that they connect with people. Yes, yes, yes. I love all that. And that's so important because it will show through. It, it will come through. And this is why I tell people like, and when you do this enough, it will collapse time. It will move faster, but you do not go in there expecting that I'm going to be able to go form a relationship with somebody in a week or a month or whatever. Like your, your goal is to plant more seeds. It's like planting a tree, right? I was tell, I talk to people all the time. The best time to start building a relationship was 10 years ago. Next best time was today, right? Because it's just like planting a tree. So it's just like, yeah, I, if you plant enough trees, you plant enough things in your crop, it's going to, and you, you, you grow it, you water it, you nurture it. It's going to grow. But don't, if you go in there and trying to plant a seed and you're trying to pull a freaking fruit off that seed when it's still in the ground, you're not going to get much from it, right? It's the same thing with the relationship. It's just, these take time to to progress when you do it the right way, but we're not, like, don't do it when you're in a hurry, right? And that's what you're talking about with the, the context, right? Like, don't do it if you're like, I need to make money this yeah. month. I'm going to go build a relationship with somebody so I can get in front of their audience and pitch my offer. Some people may do that, but I promise you, it's not going to go, it's not going to go very well. 
Well, I tell people we need to plan to be the rule, not the exception. Boom. Because it works as the exception sometimes Boom. does not mean you should plan on that, right? Like that's what keeps people in bad relationships. 100%. Right? Uh, They're going to turn it around <laughs> and it's going to be so great. No, it's just going to be bad that's it. the whole that's time. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Wait. So before we go, before we yeah. wrap up, there was something that you shared in, during the workshop that I attended, yeah. the workshop that you did. That I would love if you could just kind of give everybody listening, you know, because there's going to be people listening who were not at your workshop. Yep. But if you could share that outreach message, like maybe kind of give us like an example yeah. or, uh, you know, a little bit about the process that you go through before you send that outreach message, probably from somebody maybe who doesn't know you or whatever, because I thought it was absolutely yeah. brilliant and a wonderful way to genuinely open the door to true conversation. I think that would be super helpful for everybody. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I can only share that. Let me give you some context behind this real quick, because this is like when we're talking about how to be curious with people, right? And when we're talking about how how to be curious people. You, there's a couple things I always kind of run through with people where I'm coaching them. It's you have to be interested in them. You have to be genuine with them and you have to give them compliments when they're warranted. Don't give these fake compliments. Don't give them like, oh my gosh, like I love your hair when their hair looks like a hot mess, right? Like don't- You're like, so pretty. Right, like don't, those superficial, <laughs> like people like, they will look through their, they're not nearly as effective, right? So when we, when we kind of think about it from that frame, you got to think about this is, and this kind of goes back to the mindset side of things. It's like when all entrepreneurs face imposter syndrome, I don't care what level of business you're at. If you're just getting started or if you're making multiple seven figures at some form or fashion, you're facing imposter syndrome. And I found the best way to get over imposter syndrome is when people tell you how great you are genuinely when you've actually impacted their life. And so I always tell people like, we don't tell people how great they are nearly enough. We don't tell people the impact they have nearly enough. We just say, oh my gosh, thank you. You gave that to me. I'm on my way. Like, you changed my life. But like, let them know about that, right? And so when we talk about, this is one of, when we're talking about relationship currency, this is one of our types of deposits, the relationship deposits that we do consistently every day is we look for opportunities to tell people how much impact they've had on us, how awesome they've been to us, something they've allowed us to do. And that's what we're talking about here. We call it the impact thank you deposit, right? And so really the framework that we kind of use with this is we reach out to these people. We usually... Through, and I'm going to say the, the, the bad word, DMs, DMs, but we do this, like I said before, without any intention of expecting anything back. I don't even care if they don't respond back. They don't even have to give me emoji. My goal is just to continue to put this goodness in the world. So when I find somebody that's changed my point of view or given me something to think about or truly impacted my life, a book I've read, a podcast I've listened to, a video I've seen, a post I've seen, I'm going to reach out to that person and tell them, thank you. Right. And so the way that we kind of do this is we say, Ruthie, I'm going to use you as an example. Right. I'm going to say, hey, Ruthie, I just listened to episode number 240. Absolutely loved specific thing you did. Absolutely loved when we had a conversation about heart centered marketing. This has allowed me to give them a result and provided. This has allowed me to actually change the way that I am actually doing my messaging and my marketing, which has allowed me to build a deeper connection with my customers. I've already gotten great feedback from the emails that I've been sending out thinking about this heart-centered marketing that you've been talking about. I just want to tell you, thank you for that and the impact that you provided me and my clients. Keep doing you. I want you to know you are truly making an impact out here. Done. And I'm going to be done with that. And I just want to tell everybody listening, right? So, and I was telling Jordash before we hit record that like probably in the last six months or so, people have really started responding. Some people comment on the social posts. Some people send me messages though. People I have never, ever heard from ever sending me a message. 
every single time. Like for us, anybody who's out here consistently creating content, like somebody's got a show or something that they've invested their heart and soul into, you send them a message like that. And as, like it, my trust, my my joy at that is yours to lose. Because if somebody messaged me something like that right now, I would be like, oh my goodness. Like I had somebody message me to tell me about the podcast. And then they were like, hey, could we jump on a call? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we could jump on a call. Because they wanted to talk about more about what I had brought up in the podcast because they're also a coach, right? And they wanted to talk more about this. And I'm like, you know what? Because I was even open to have the conversation with them in the DMs because of what they sent me. Right. And it was so very genuine. So I just want to let y'all know, like, I do get messages like that sometimes now, like I said, in the last six months or so. And every single time, every single time, it brings me so much happiness that I'm like, I'm immediately like, oh my goodness, let's talk more. Let's develop because now I feel like, you know, you see me, you understand me. And it does make a huge difference, this approach. And there's no ask. That's the key. There is zero ask. There is nothing expecting. There is nothing I want from you. There is saying, even as small as, hey, will you let me know what you think? Let me put you in my Facebook group. Right. Like (laughs) nothing. And because here's why. And it goes back to what I was saying, how to be curious. You have to be genuine with this. They truly had to actually impact you. Don't give, don't fluff it up to them just to be able to go like, let people know when they're truly being impactful out there. And when you do that, just like you said, Ruthie, people are going to be more open to sharing with you. People are going to be like this. And it's just a start. Like that's where people get, they get such a, such a hurry that I want to hurry up and build a relationship. I want to hurry up and get something. It's like, no, like continue to make these deposits with people. And so that is an easy way that you can do that. And I, I can give you another little tip with that real quick is send them an audio message. Don't just send it in text. Don't just write this to them. Send them an audio message or even pick up your phone and record a video. Why? Because it picks up the nonverbals. It picks up the excitement in your voice. It picks up the pitch, the inflections. That's what shows the authenticity behind it. And you're not leaving it up to them when they're reading the message, just text, you're leaving it up to them on how they should interpret it. And obviously we've been, we've all been bombarded with enough DMs that most people are going to be like, oh, you're just, you're BSing me right now. They can just yeah. So let, let your excitement, let your voice show and truly be, be genuine with it. But this will be, if you do this consistently, I promise you, you will open up conversations that you never thought were possible. And you, and I like, I legitimately do this every single day because there's people are impacting me every single day in some form or fashion. Jordash, this has been a wonder, like just this episode I know is just, is going to be so wonderful for people to hear, to hear that there's ways for them to still reach out and to still, you know, potentially approach people they've never met, but from a, a point, a standpoint and perspective, a true genuine perspective of wanting to build a relationship. So I feel like this is going to help people a lot. And if you have more questions, if you have things you want to explore, I said, I already went through a workshop of Jordash. Jordash, you're going to do more workshops. Right? Uh, you already know that. We're going to have some one in the future. Don't worry. Okay, good. Right. So Jordash is going to do more workshops. So definitely check out his social links and, and all of the things that we've got there for him and about him in the show notes for this episode, for the last episode. Reach out to him on social media. Send him a message about how this episode impacted you and, and let him know, you know, if you've got a question, ask him the question. He's very, you know, he creates a lot of content and he is, I don't want to say generous, like people can just come pick your brain for free, but he's created these avenues through which you can get your questions very like answered in a very detailed way, right? Because of the work that he does. 
So if you've got some general questions, that's one thing, but he's got these workshops and, and more things coming along. And of course he works with clients. So definitely be sure to reach out, connect with him. He, even if you feel like, oh, well, I'm not quite at that level now, but definitely talk to him because you don't know what at that level means. Just connect with him. So that way he's kind of there in your back pocket when you do feel you're ready. So Jordash, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. It was such an honor speaking with you. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Oh man, I can't wait for these episodes to go live. So if you enjoyed today's episode, do be sure to let us know. DM, shares, feel free to rate and review the podcast. That's always wonderful as well. And we will have you back here for another episode on the podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. Ooh, didn't he bring it? I love his advice on how to approach business relationships. If you want to hear more about power partners for your business, check out his series, The Seven Levels of Power Partners at https colon forward slash forward slash jordash dot live forward slash Ruthie.